Hello and welcome to the Chemistry Made Simple podcast. Welcome back if you're a returning listener and welcome along if this is your first time. This is the podcast where it's our mission to help you become chemistry confident. Today's episode is one of the most important topics you'll come across in chemistry. It's about the mole. Now the mole might just seem like a number to you, but it really is one of the most important things you can learn at an early stage in your chemistry. It's something you're going to use throughout your chemistry learning and any chemistry you ever do. It's, it's that important. It's not just for, for this level. So why is it so important? It's important because it's the unit we use for the quantity of any substance that we use in any reaction or that we use in our calculations. Whenever you do any calculations in chemistry, you're going to use the mole in some way or other. Even if the calculation is about concentration, concentration will always refer back to a mole. You just do need to know about the mole. So we said it's the international unit for quantity of substance. Well, why do we need the mole? Well, think back to chemical equations. You're used to seeing lots of chemical equations and you understand they show the ratio in which the reactants react with each other and then the ratio of products that are formed as well. And that ratio is the ratio of the number of particles, the number of atoms or molecules or ions. So why don't we just use that? We can't count molecules and we can't measure out molecules or atoms. They're obviously much too small. A few crystals on the end of a spatula or a drop or two of a solution or a liquid is still going to be an immense number of molecules. So if we can't use the number of molecules, why can't we just use grams or the mass? Well, again, that's because the atoms of each element have their own atomic mass. And that mass actually varies quite a lot, of course. If you look at the periodic table, you can see obviously the atomic mass of hydrogen is one. The atomic mass of heavier elements can be very much more. So for example, let's compare hydrogen and oxygen. The atomic mass of hydrogen is one. The atomic mass of oxygen is 16. So if we had one gram of each, we'd actually have 16 times as many atoms of hydrogen or molecules of hydrogen as we have of the oxygen. So comparing gram for gram doesn't tell us anything about the ratio in which they're reacting really. We need another unit, a unit that references the number of particles we're actually handling. And that unit is the mole. It is the unit for the quantity of substance there isn't a suitable alternative. It's the internationally accepted standard. It relates to the number of particles, but bulked up to a scale we can actually deal with in a lab or in a calculation. So how big is a mole? Well, a mole contains a huge number of particles, but it's a a very specific number. And that number is 6.02 times 10 to the 23 particles. And that number is referred to as as the Avogadro number, and that's given the symbol N subscript A. You might see that from time to time. So why 6.02 times 10 to the 23? That seems a strange number to pick. It certainly wasn't picked for making it easy to use. Well, it's because it is the number of atoms in a known quantity of a reference substance. That reference is carbon-12, a sample of pure carbon-12 isotope. And 6.02 times 10 to the 23 is the number of atoms in exactly 12 grams of carbon-12. So how do we actually use that number? How do we use the mole? Well, we use it in conjunction with the molar mass. 
and the molar mass is the mass of one mole of a substance. And to calculate what the molar mass is, we just add up the relative atomic mass of all the atoms in one molecule or one formula unit of a substance. So let's think of some examples. Go to example of water. Water has the formula H2O, of course. It exists as discrete molecules. If we want to know the molar mass of water, we add up the relative atomic masses of the hydrogen and oxygen atoms within that formula. So two hydrogens and one oxygen. And that will tell us the total is 18. So the molar mass of water is 18. How about an element? Well, let's think about oxygen as an example. Oxygen naturally exists as a diatomic molecule, O2. So if we want to know the molar mass of it, we have to consider the molecules. There are two oxygen atoms, of course, in each molecule. So we need to add up the relative atomic masses of each oxygen. And so we come up with a molar mass of 32 grams. How about if we consider a macromolecular substance, a substance that has got a repeating unit, but has an undefined molecule size. It's a macromolecule. So for example, silicon dioxide. Silicon dioxide has a repeating unit of SiO2, even though the molecule is, is undefined in size and usually massive, we use that repeating unit of SiO2. So to work out the molar mass, we would just add up the relative atomic masses of one silicon and two oxygens and express that in terms of grams. Now we know how we can calculate the molar mass of a substance, how do we use that? When we're looking at doing calculations based on having used a particular mass of substance within an experiment, we need to know how many moles that was. So we just, we simply would take the mass used and divide it by the molar mass. And that tells us the number of moles or the fraction of a mole that we used of that substance. Likewise, if we need to know how much of a substance to use in an experiment, we'll calculate how many moles we need and then multiply that by the molar mass and that tells us the mass to weigh out. Obviously, there are no laboratory scales that weigh out in moles. We still need to weigh it out in grams, but that's how we would work out how many grams to weigh out. Likewise, if you're carrying out a calculation and you know the quantity of your substance in grams, you would work out the number of moles simply the same way. Divide the number of grams of the substance by the molar mass of the substance and that tells you how many moles to use in the calculation. So I hope that's been helpful. If you have further questions related to moles please do get in touch. I'll give you the details in a moment. I'd also help you with some walkthrough examples in the Chemistry Made Simple program and I'll put a link to that in the show notes. And that shows you the things that you need to see visually and, and they're not so easily put across in audio form. So if you do want to get in touch, please do so. The best way is to DM on Instagram. That's just at chemistry made simple. Or you can email me at matthew at chemistrymadesimple.net. So I hope this has been helpful. If it has, please do share it with a classmate or share it on social. Just go into your podcast player and share it now if you like. Do subscribe as well so that you don't miss any more episodes. And above all, make sure you come back for the next episode. And I look forward to your company then. Goodbye.